Thank you for listening to the Conform to Christ podcast, where we seek to engage the mind, affect the heart, and call people to follow Christ. Jay Jones here with George Mays and our friend Corey Anderson. Uh, tell us, uh, tell us, just a little briefly. We know about you, but your first time guest on here, I think. Yeah, so I'm, tell us a bit about you. Where are you pastor at? I uh, pastor at Grace Community Church in Elgin, Oklahoma. Okay. Awesome. Um, going on seven years there. Um, it's first time guest on your podcast, first time guest on any podcast. Any? For me, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm so sorry. New experience. I'm sorry that this is the one that... <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad to be here. Yeah. yeah. It's good to have you. Yeah. Awesome. Thanks for inviting me. Well, we... Uh, we were uh, we were looking forward to hearing you preach at the uh, the Christ Center Churches conference, but uh, you had more important things to do <laughs> that day. Right? Uh, more uh, necessary things to do. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So we had you slotted in. You were coming in uh, the last the last spot. Yep. Mm-hmm. We had it all set up for you. Mm-hmm. Where you were going to preach on the the Trinity and the great the Great Commission mm-hmm. from the end of Matthew. So yes. we were all looking forward to it. I, I was as well, and uh, let's see, was it, I think it was the day before, uh, putting on finishing touches on the sermon, and I just progressively felt worse mm. as the day went, and uh-huh. that was probably one of the worst stomach bugs I've ever had. Yeah. yeah, really. yeah. It was pretty yeah. miserable. It was hitting everybody. Yeah. That uh, fam- All the families were getting hit. Yeah. Your family got hit that week, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you didn't Not get near. it because I was like, "Oh yeah. wow, uh-huh. what, are, <laughs> yeah. what are we gonna do if all of us get this?" So. Yeah, no fun. Yeah, well, we're gonna talk with you about it. Looking forward to it, but it is okay. free for all Friday. It's free for all yeah. Friday. I have something. I saw this Jay, and I thought this is going to give this is gonna ruin Jay's day, and so I had to save it for free for all Friday. What if my day's already ruined? <laughs> well, then I can't. <laughs> and you're I just late. Uh, yeah, well, I <laughs> don't Two know what to do. negatives make it positive. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, found this uh, found this article. We want to turn flip it onto the screen. Flip the article on Maybe. the screen? It's, no, it's his screen, yeah. Yeah, my screen. Lawmakers announce bipartisan legislation that would ban TikTok in the U.S. That's going to cut into our material. I know. You're gonna so. have so, but thank Jay. You're gonna have so much time on your hands. I put, I they. put. <laughs> I've been putting our videos on TikTok. I know, and some of them have got, have got quite a quite a few views. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah. So, well, you know, they stop it. That's what I learned. Did you know they really closely monitor? They'll the, what they what they do in the U.S. because they're real shady. Mm. This is why they want to ban it. Yeah, they'll push things in the U.S. that are likely to cause more division. Right, so if you pump something real positive, that's positive out there. Like the stuff I've been putting on from us has been kind of like gospel centered mm-hmm. about hope and whatever. So, and I had one video I posted and it skyrocketed. It got like fifteen hundred views in two hours, mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden it stopped, oh, wow. like immediately. Mm-hmm. And I got like maybe three more views the next four days. Okay, so they they do that, but they're real shady. So they they ban TikTok in their own country. Did you know that? No. They push a different version. It's like it, it's the same company owns mm. it, but they push educational material to their citizenry mm. to build them up, and they pump in stuff to us, really polar stuff that's more likely to divide uh, the U.S. Okay. So mm. if we made some real controversial, divisive, hateful stuff, mm-hmm. they wouldn't stop it. They'd let it go. Mm. Yeah. 
Because they're pl- they're they're in a different category of warfare. Right. Like I think they're viewing all of this as warfare and mm-hmm. TikTok as a as a means. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Meanwhile, our politicians are lighting up the White House with rainbow colors. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know, we're doing we're doing just fine. All they're the all they're going to do is just divide us and then just walk yeah. all over our corpses as they come in and take over the country. Yeah, and that's their plan. Mm-hmm. Easiest takeover in history. Well, happy Friday to everyone who's yeah. still listening. <laughs> <laughs> I am um, Jay. I was at. Uh, I was at one of our uh, our our members' houses uh-huh. last week. Yeah, and they had something that was really interesting, so I wanted to bring it in. Okay, of course. Um, this is a uh, new Catholic edition of the Bible. That's the snub nose edition. Snub nose. Yeah. yeah. Conceal carry edition. Um. I've got some pictures you can put up on the on the screen. So this is the new Catholic edition of the Holy Bible, translated from the Latin Vulgate. So this is this is um, like an official Catholic Bible. Uh huh. All right. Now that's not what caught my eye. Okay. What caught my eye is when you turn some of the pages, you come across something like this. Oh. You get an, an indulgence, an indulgence for, reading? for reading the Bible. Mm. An indulgence of three years is granted to all the faithful who read the Holy Scriptures at least a quarter of an hour with the veneration due to the divine word and a spiritual reading. Like a quarter hour a day or just a year? Uh, <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> well, it's a Catholic Bible. Three so. years. <laughs> I mean, that's a pretty good bargain. That's Where are you going to find a bargain like that? That's pretty good, yeah. A quarter read, read your hour. your Bible for 15 minutes. And you get three hours. You get three you whole get three years. years. Yeah. Well, that wasn't the only one. Flip a couple of more pages. There's a prayer before reading the Holy Scriptures. There's a prayer here. Mm-hmm. Um, and then if you, uh, if you look right here at the bottom of this prayer, indulgence of five years, plenary indulgence under the usual conditions. I have no idea what that means. Uh, if the prayer has been recited daily for a month. Mm. That's pretty good, Jay. This is like so. A, if you pray this prayer for daily for a month, uh, and you read for fifteen minutes a day, so we're talking like what twenty minutes, maybe, uh, maybe twenty minutes. Uh-huh. It's eight years. Yeah. It's eight years off. That's a lot. That's a yeah. Lot. Well, I bring this in because I think that still there are a lot of of Christians, evangelicals, Southern Baptists, probably even that think that well disagree with some of the things that are in the catholic church but it's not too bad right or we think we we look at at church history and we think well it was really bad before the reformation but you know yeah, nowadays it's better. better uh just indulgences are still a they're still right. a thing right? people think indul- if, they, if they haven't listened to us previously when we talk about reformation stuff they might think indulgences they're, they're thinking like you know, boxes of chocolates and stuff, and you know what I mean. They're like, you got to get maybe. The, yeah, they're like it's a it's not a word that's used by people outside of the Catholic Church or right. you know Reformed people mm-hmm. counter, you know, the, the Catholic Church. Right. It's it's like a it's like getting a time out of uh, time out. Mm-hmm. Like you're in time out. You're in you're in this unless, in between state yeah, of unless, hell. Unless you are a saint, right? Recognized by the church, yeah. Um, you're you're going to spend some time in purgatory, purgatory, right? And that's kind of this so purgatory halfway house between so <laughs> between pe- heaven so and hell. People die, they go to hell. They're not they're not Catholics, mm-hmm. or they commit like a mortal sin, like mm-hmm. murder or something. Um, but 
all the other Catholics, the faithful, they go to purgatory, mm. and they've got to burn off the rest of their right. worldliness, their sin, mm-hmm. and then once all of that is taken care of, then they can go to heaven. Yeah. It's this in-between place. So who knows how I mean, that? How long do you have to be there? No one knows. Uh-huh. Could mm-hmm. be thousands of years, mm-hmm. thousands and thousands of years. Yeah. But... You know, but uh, you know, eight knock, years, knock, knock some years knock off, eight years off by reading yeah. your Bible and saying this prayer. Um, I thought that was interesting. So it's like being to, in uh, prison and then working in the mailroom. You know <laughs> what I mean? You can knock some years off. <laughs> What's well, interesting because yeah. it said three three years for reading your Bible mm-hmm. and five years for, for praying, saying that for prayer. Saying that yeah, that's weird. Man made prayer. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so thanks to. Uh, that was James and Diane for letting me uh, <laughs> okay. letting me bring this in and yeah, really interesting. All right, yeah, yeah, it is. Um, well, what video do you guys want me to play? I, I feel like we'll maybe we save the the uh, Leighton Flowers video and we'll jump into the. the you want to say? Let's go. You want to save the Leighton Flowers? Well, I mean, we're going to end up talking forever and never get to Corey's stuff. And you know, Leighton Flowers one will always be like timely and relevant. Are we recording over here? I'm I'm always nervous when I don't see the. When I don't see the uh, the clock. Oh, I mean, see that the red button means it's recorded. Right. There's an. See. I just we've we've had problems. We've yeah, in the yeah, past. We have. Is it going over there? We're good to go. Yeah. Yeah. yeah we're, I just, we're good. Uh, now this one is ease, more. Ease my troubled mind. This okay. one's more re- more immediately relevant because mm, okay. you know the. Uh, Biden just signed into law the mm. Respect for mm-hmm. Marriage Act, right. which is. Right. You know the most ridiculous name ever. Like it, it's it's been legal since 2015. Mm-hmm. It was 2015, right, when that happened, or Beggarfield? I think it was 2015. 14, so yeah. yeah, yeah. So here we are, all these years later, and uh, you know they scrambled in a panic because they have to. They feel like oh, we've got to do it because look what they did with Ro- mm-hmm. Roe v. Wade. What if they do it again? Yeah. Um, so they. Push through this legislation, which repo- many Republicans signed on to mysteriously. Well, you know they do this. They do the shady stuff where it wasn't just it wasn't just homosexual marriage. It was interracial marriage. They're protecting interracial marriage too. And so, <laughs> right. if you don't vote for it, um, not only are you a homophobe, but you're a racist. Right. So it's, you know it's the sneaky stuff. Yeah. No one's coming after interracial marriage. Mm-hmm. Like that's that's not. I mean, there's probably some extremists that are but yeah the, like they just the mainstream yeah. mainstream that no one's coming for yeah they snuck it in there yeah so i got a phil visher video okay so have you guys been on twitter since this thing passed mm-hmm. you guys i'm not they uh it's probably good for you yeah um <laughs> if you want to see like the most like they throw the word they've been throwing the word bigot out of people like us forever but if you want to yeah. see like real bigotry and hatred mm. uh these people would literally uh, kill us and burn us alive. Mm. I'm not. I'm not kidding. Mm-hmm. They have absolute hatred yeah. for for Christians. So if if you just want to live your life and mind your own business, but you just hold the position that the only real marriage is between a man and a woman for life, because that's what God said. If the law permitted, or even maybe not, when they get even more power, they would actually hurt you. Yeah. The problem is, is they're <clears throat> just a whole bunch of beta males. So good luck. <laughs> that's what I said. Good luck. You guys, you guys like don't have babies and are and are like into into dudes mm. and limp wristed. Meanwhile, we're pumping out alpha males. Yeah, time's on our side. You guys better get after it if you're coming. 
That's what I, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. We will breed you into irrelevance. Yeah. Both of my kids are like, we're going to have six to eight kids. Meanwhile, they're like, you know what? I might That's, grow a baby. Uh, those I are, might grow a baby in artificial womb one day. <laughs> you know those are. You know those are. You know those are rookie numbers. Yeah. Jay uh, Phineas used to say he was going to have like a hundred kids. <laughs> <laughs> hey, well, they passed the new law, so he could probably have like maybe five or six wives and make it happen. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? That's why the 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 Mormon Church is on board with this totally. Uh-huh. Yeah, because they know they're like All right. they're just looking their lips. Like, oh, we know what's coming. We're getting those wives back. You know what I'm saying? They are. They're a hundred percent on board with this. Yeah. Phil Vischer. All right. Here we go. Okay. Try to watch it and not <laughs> and not actually like have a blood vessel pop in your eye. Okay. <laughs> At least not for long. How do we know if that's not a good thing? How do we know what is and isn't good to conserve? If if our only if our only value is conservation of what Russell Kirk called the permanent things, and now who gets to decide what are the permanent things? Where does that come from? Because exactly. for a uh, hundred years, what conservatives fought to conserve in America was racial hierarchy. That was the number one thing conservatives were fighting to conserve because that was a permanent thing, because that was God established, because that was in the Bible, because the one thing that all Confederate theologians agreed on in 1865 was that the Bible was on their side. It was clear the Bible does not have any problem with slavery. So we are trying to conserve the permanent things. Slavery has always been a permanent thing in history. These Northern Yankees who don't know how to read the Bible are trying to take away our way of life and we must conserve it. So now we say, oh, yeah, 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 but they were wrong. Oh, yeah, that wasn't, that wasn't one of the permanent things. Now we know what the permanent things are. And the permanent things are the nuclear family, as came into existence in 1952. That's a permanent thing. And uh, heterosexual marriage. You guys ever see Ringo? You ever see Ringo? The cartoon Ringo? I know of it. But I'll I'm... make a confession. Every time I see Phil Vischer, I think of it. <laughs> Look! Look at him. Well, now you're gonna have to pull up. Uh, now you're gonna. Have to pull I can't up a do it. That's of, too much work for me. Here, I'll, I'll do it for you, Jay. I oh, got you. Ringo. I got you. <laughs> so the permanent things. The permanent things. He makes a whole argument based off somebody's book. Have you ever read? Like, if you go back and read during the time of the Civil War, some of the writings of the Southerners. Did you know that actually they were influenced by Darwinian evolution? Mm-hmm. Mm. Their view of of racial hierarchy <clears throat> did not, as he said, came, come from the Bible. Now, they would definitely try to argue for slavery from the Bible. Sure. Um, but this whole idea about racial hierarchy being a permanent thing, it there, needs to conserve. There you go, Jay. That's, that's not you a go. thing. You got, you got to pull up Phil Vischer again. Oh, okay. Yeah, well, he's pull. right there. You can see You can see him. All right, there's there's Phil Vischer. All right. Now you can go to my, my screen. Well, his eye's pretty, yeah, there I mean, go. there you go. <laughs> there he is. Now just imagine him <laughs> ranting. There you go. Ranting against conservatives. A little idea about how the inner workings of my mind. Mm -hmm. Um, So this is this is how these argumentations that they're going, comparing opposing uh, gay marriage to trying to conserve slavery. I think he forgets the entire idea that the people who were abolitionists and wanted to end slavery were Christians. Mm -hmm. I think he forgot a whole section of history. I I didn't send this to you, did I? 
Jay, let me see if I can if I can find this real quick. Um, because he did say that it oh, was Christians wanting to preserve, or whatever he said, ra- racial hierarchy. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, that's what he was saying. Yeah, he forgot the whole, you know, the the part of Christianity that won not only here but in England. Yeah. Without firing a shot in England, Christians overturned slavery. Forgot that part of history. Uh, forgot yeah. forgot how <laughs> Christianity toppled, like uh, the abuse of children and women, and uh, slavery in. Rome? You guys ever hear about that place, Rome? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, strange stuff, huh? Yeah, but yeah. Well, pull up, uh, pull up my screen. Here's a uh, here's 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 a tweet that uh, is um, talking about something Biden said. Yeah. Uh, anyone who criticizes surgeons who perform transgender surgeries is responsible for racism, anti-Semitism, homophobia, etc. Because it's all connected. Yeah, I, he actually said that. I, I was like, there's no way. Mm. That he actually said that. Yeah. He did. He actually said it. Yeah. So. That's wild stuff. <laughs> it's like I always say, like, hey, if we're going to get this party started and you guys are going to start burning us, let's get it going. Yeah. Because what you'll do is... Tired of waiting. Tired of waiting. And all you're going to do is it's going to be your own demise. They just need, just grab a history book. Mm. Just grab a history book. What I, remember what I told the church last uh, Sunday... By 325 AD, Christianity had become the uh, the dominant religion. Yeah. But to get there, seven million were martyred. Mm. Seven million. Mm. So, I mean, do what you want. I mean, the people doing that were LGB- LGBTQ, IA, Pado. They were all of the above mm. the Roman Empire. Yeah. And they hated Christians. They and they blame Christians for everything, just like they are now. So, go ahead and get get this party started. We'll see what America looks like in 300 years. Gonna look, it'll look very Christian. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. We're like a, we're like a sanctified, holy version of the Hydra. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Is that okay? Like you, you, you cut off one of our heads, bam! We just grew two more. Yeah. Can't do it. You can't. You can't. You can't snap us out. Yeah. It's inevitable. You know. I'm, right. I'm pausing. So if you guys want to, if you guys want to jump in on this rant, then you I'm can wait, go. I'm ahead. waiting on Corey to jump in and just join the join the rant. <laughs> I'm trying to. Remember this is a safe, this is safe space, Corey. This, you, you can, can, you can, you can say, say what, what you, you want. Say whatever. You <laughs> want. And if you say something that you're like, you know what, I shouldn't have said that because I've done that before. Believe it or not, <laughs> I can cut it. out. I can edit it because it's not live. Yeah. We're not live. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to remember a quote that I heard a week or two ago of something something to the effect of stupidity is is naturally doomed to fail. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I mean, you know, and we see it in it. It 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 has a a short shelf life. Mm, Yeah. Um, So I mean, even to the things of uh, you know, your homosexuals. Just plain Jane homosexuals don't tend to reproduce, right? Like you're saying earlier, right? Um, yeah. In addition to uh, bad, destructive ideologies, I mean that's what they do, right? Destroy. So yeah. it's only a matter of time. Yeah. First, we got to go through um, demolition man phase. Okay, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And then, and then total societal collapse. That that movie is like a prophecy of America for real. Yeah. Like nobody touches each other. Mm. They grow. They grow babies in like 
artificial wombs. Mm-hmm. Go watch. Go watch it. It's like 1984. Is that the one Wesley Snipes? It's uh, uh, yeah. So yeah, it's yeah. Sylvester Stallone yeah, yeah, yeah. and Wesley okay. Snipes. Yeah. So is the is are the three shells going to be? Are they? Gonna, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yeah. Nobody actually are they touches be part you. Of the, that, there's of no the physical too. contact of any kind. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like 1984, but you got to. It's like a hundred years. Mm-hmm. We'll see. Hopefully not. Yeah. Hopefully not. What was it? Uh, the uh, Kurt Russell. Is it um, the is it New York or Los Angeles? Yeah, the, yeah. The, the he had both of them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't remember which one was first. New, but I think New York is Escape from New York. I think that I was think, one. I but think, I think it was like supposedly right. set in like the twenty twenties somewhere. <laughs> oh, no. Like oh, right. yeah. oh no! It almost became a reality in twenty twenty. <laughs> no kidding. Okay. All right. Well, should we? We're, we are twenty one minutes in, but. Like I said, we got a it's free for all Friday, so we just have to talk this stuff. So Matthew twenty eight, sixteen through twenty, the Great Commission. Mm-hmm. Um we don't have to, you know the preacher sermon, but tell us all what we missed. The Trinity yeah. in the Great Commission. Yeah, so I mean Do we want to read the passage first? And we can do that. I can pull it up on let me pull up my Bible on the screen too, Larry. Hang on a second. I'll grab it. And then we can uh we can pull it up on there. Dead air is the best. It's the best. So, uh, all right, I am getting there. Mm. Sorry, guys. Mm. Oh, here we go. Got it. There we go. There it is. There it is, yep. You want me to read it? Yeah. Okay. Matthew 28, verse 16. Now the eleven disciples went to Galilee, to the mountain to which Jesus had directed them. And when they saw him, they worshipped him, but some doubted. And Jesus came and said to them, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Go therefore and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all that I have commanded you. And behold, I am with you always to the end of the age. All right. Awesome. Okay. Um, I can't remember. Did we assign it, assign the text, or were you like, hey, I, I, I want to preach this? Uh, Josh asked me what I wanted to preach. And you, so. you want to yeah. do it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What, what kind of drew you to this uh, text? We're doing a Trinity conference. Um. First, uh, firstly, I mean, it's just a pretty, pretty clearly Trinitarian, Trinitarian text: Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, um, right there in the text. Mm-hmm. Uh, but also um, the prospects of. So I told I told Josh that uh, I would like to preach that, and I said that uh, I said, but I'm I'm probably more optimistic in my eschatology than. Maybe a lot of folks in the room will be, so I don't want to. I don't want to, you know. Uh, uh, You're are you post mill now? Well, you know, I. It's okay. Some if you people are. would. Some people would say that I'm. I guess in the sense that I believe we're going to uh, edit out Christ, your answer anyway. Christ returns <laughs> after the millennium. Right. I would say I'm post mill. Uh, as far as a future golden age, though, you know, classic Puritan post-millennialism. Uh, you don't see the golden I age? I don't see that. I, I, see, I see the... Uh, so you're like optimistic on millennial. Yeah, probably. 
I guess that's probably if, if we're sticking close to those categories. Are you well acquainted with a post mill position? Like, are you because we're going to do so. future episodes on eschatology, and so we may need to have you out for a, a representative of the yeah. post mill position. Yeah. What do you think, George? Sound good to you? You feel you feel up to, you feel up to that? Yeah, sure. You yeah, think you could explain I'd like, to come back? Yeah, yeah. Speaking of 2020, I mean, that's a. I'd wanted to do a deep dive in eschatology, and all of a sudden, I had all this time on my hands. Yeah, and, and you so, did it. Yeah, yeah. Read some books and studied the scriptures, and cool. Yeah. All right. Yeah. So now, I mean, we got them all, except for dispensational. Like, we don't have a representative to come talk about that. <clears throat> I'm sure we could find one. You think? No, I mean, like, do you think we could find one that will give us scholarly? Ex- explanations like argue not from like hey i grew up in this in the mm-hmm. church but like i want like a, or an argued theological do you know of one there's there are a couple know. guys in our church that would would know know some folks along those lines yeah we could yeah, we might could look into it because i mean yeah. we have we've got you know historic pre-mill all mail post-mill might as well. I mean, we kind of be jerks if we didn't. Yeah. You know? Yeah, be fair. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so you're pretty optimistic <laughs> about about this, and, yeah. and so this captivated you, and you wanted mm-hmm. to preach on it? Yeah, Josh said, I told him that, and I said, you know, I don't want to... I don't think anything that I would say, though, uh, many would disagree with as far as the success of the Great Commission goes. Right. That Christ has given a Great Commission, and uh, when it's completed, you know... He returns. Uh-huh. I mean, uh, I, I, we're we're all we're all Calvinist here. Mm-hmm, I, mm-hmm. I think that we all can agree that the Great Commission will be a success. Mm-hmm. How can it not? <laughs> Christ, <laughs> the Father has chosen a people. The Son has redeemed them. The Spirit's going to apply the work. All that the Father gives to the Son will come to Him. Mm-hmm. That's that is the success of the Great mm-hmm. Commission, right? <laughs> Yeah, I think that I think the the differences right. are. You're tempting me to play that Layton Flowers Club. <laughs> <laughs> got to resist. Got to resist. Got to stay on. We got to stay on task here. Yeah, I mean, I think I think the difference is largely you know, is is uh, extent, scope. Is that the right? Yeah. Is that the right word? As far as like, you know, uh, number number of believers uh-huh. when Christ returns. You know, is it? Uh, I mean, a, a, a faithful, faithful band of few, mm. you know, uh, or you know, is it nations? Uh-huh. Um, so I mean, I told Josh that I, I was probably more optimistic. You know, didn't want to necessarily offend anyone or anything like that. And he said, uh, "How did he say it?" He said, uh, "Just, just blame it on Ian Murray." <laughs> and Ian Murray is right. <laughs> the Puritan hope. You, you read the you read the Puritan <laughs> hope, and it got you. It sucked you in. Uh, the first few chapters, I think I was already. You're already kind of there. Sucked in, you know, <laughs> by that point. But, uh, yeah. I would say, I mean, largely, though, um, seeing promises and prophecies in the Old Testament was probably more persuasive to me than than any book I read outside the Bible. So. It's going to be fun. And we'll have, we'll have you back out. We're gonna do uh, we're gonna do some we're gonna do the doctrines of grace right mm-hmm. in January. So it'd probably be around February, I think. Okay. We'll have to have you out. Okay. Yeah, it'd be, be, be a good time. There are going to be so many comments on those. Yeah, it might be a little bit later. I I don't know if we'll do that right at the at the start in February. Yeah. Well, I mean, oh, the doctrines of grace. No, es- eschatology. I don't. 
Oh, well, yeah, a couple of weeks in, yeah. 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 Well, oh, oh, yeah, we have to do an interpretation one, mm. uh, Bible mm. interpretation. Mm. Yeah. It's going to be good times. Yeah. So. Keep your calendar open. So you come, to, you come with a very optimistic view of, <laughs> yeah. of, of this text, and you see that probably you're going to try to tease out mm-hmm. more than, hey, just the baptismal formula, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So, Yeah, because we... <clears throat> Obviously, you see the Father, Son, and Spirit mm-hmm. in the passage, so it's Trinitarian. Mm-hmm. But um, like Jay said, it, it it's just kind of given as as this formula mm-hmm. instead of why is it Trinitarian? Mm-hmm. Yeah, what's yeah. what's the actual yeah. um, you know experiential mm-hmm. aspect of this? Yeah, I mean, I would say, it, I mean, at least in part, you know, I've. I, I, folks in our church know that I have a problem with alliteration. It's kind of a sickness, a Baptist sickness. I oh, guess. you a problem in, <laughs> in liking to do it? Yes, it's, okay. I think in alliterations. Um, <laughs> so, I mean, you've, uh, uh, John Murray's uh, Redemption Accomplished and Applied. Mm-hmm. I would add another A there mm-hmm. and say appointed. Mm-hmm. Uh, redemption appointed by the Father, mm-hmm. uh, accomplished by the Son, and applied by the Spirit. Um, so what you're saying is that you're improving on John Murray's uh, yes. classical work on... <laughs> hum- hum- uh, in all humility, yes. All right. <laughs> and so I think, I think that's, that's, uh, that's part of what we see in this text. Uh, the Father, having appointed it, um, you know, we could say authorizes the Son. Uh, the Son comes, accomplishes redemption and ascends to the right hand of the Father and sends the Spirit to then uh, come and use another A to actualize mm-hmm. um, uh, the redemption that he's accomplished on, on behalf of his people. That's um, uh, I think it's really interesting, too, that with the Great Commission, I went, I went and looked into, just like, where did this... Because it's in most of our English Bibles, you know, as mm. a <clears throat> as the heading for the passage. So where yeah. did this where did this phrase even come from? And uh, if you talk to people outside of like evangelicalism, they don't know that phrase. It's a little foreign to them, isn't it? I'm not sure. I, I've I've heard that there's there are people that you when you know the Southern Baptist Convention mm-hmm. was toying with the idea of calling themselves the Great Commission Baptist, mm-hmm. and one of the critiques that I saw of that was, well, some people even in Christianity, don't know what that is, that is um, because we mm-hmm. we just call it that. Yeah. But it's not, that's not in the text. Right, right. <laughs> it, it was first uh, first used, or at least first records that we can find, is by a Dutch missionary named Justinian von Wells in the 1600s. Mm-hmm. Um, but it wasn't popularized until later 1800s by Hudson Taylor, first missionary mm-hmm. to inland China. Um, in his efforts to uh, to raise funds and, and call out missionaries uh, to mm. go to the nations, so um, yeah, and some Southern Baptists are still calling themselves Great Commission Baptists. Mm. Where I, I was at the convention this last summer, and guys speaking from the podium, you know, calling himself re- referring just yeah. referring to themselves as Great Commission Baptists, which <laughs> you know, a better name for them would be VBS Baptist. Yeah. Vacation Bible School because that's where ninety percent of their conversions come from. Yeah, is VBS little kids. Yeah, unfortunately, true. Yeah, hate to burst your bubble. Mm-hmm. I'm just raining on everybody's mm-hmm. parade today. Yeah, <laughs> it's because you that, ruined my day. That t- that TikTok article it really got it to did me. it got me. <laughs> Sorry. 
I like the Great Commission, though. I like, I like that Hudson, Hudson Taylor, and he was mm-hmm. he was reform Calvinist, right? You know, I'm not sure. He was kind of associated with the uh, what? What was the name of the movement? The Let Go and Let God. Huh. Mm. Folks, I can't remember the name. I don't name. know what that is. Uh, it's kind of a Scottish. Yeah. Uh, I can't remember the name of the movement, but he was somewhat associated with that. Um, his his book Hudson Taylor, Hudson Taylor Spiritual Secret was really good, pretty formative for me. Really early, early on, yeah. Um, his spiritual secret being to abide in Christ. So, mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. it's good. Yeah. As I read a little book called uh, "God God's Polished Arrows," that like the uh, the writings, personal writings of William C. Burns, who nobody's ever heard of him, because he like lived in uh, McShane's shadow. Okay. But a, a big I, I've, I've talked about it before. There was a revival that happened under this guy's preaching, not McShane's, and then everybody wanted him to go. I think they wanted him to eventually go to America, and he said, "No, I'm going to China." And he mm-hmm. left everything. He had nothing. Wow. And at, there's some part, it, sometimes in China, where he has nothing. Like people beat him, strip him naked, and he'll stumble wow. into the next village with nothing. But eventually, he met uh, Hudson Taylor in China, oh. and he talks about it in his journals. Hmm. Like what a great blessing it was to. By accident, right? No accidents, providentially. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah, that is interesting. So he, co- I didn't know he coined that. Um, that is, well, he popularized it. He popularized. You know, I mean, that. he a- after establishing the China Inland Mission, um, he then traveled quite a bit. You know, amazing. Yeah, I wonder if they even could fathom. They probably couldn't eventually where it would go. Well, how many Christians there mm-hmm. are in China now? Mm. Yeah, I mean, I've heard. I've heard that there are more Christians in China than there are people in the United States. Mm-hmm. At least they're estimating, you know. Yeah. It's wild, yeah. Yeah, right. same, same is true in Africa, I'm telling mm-hmm. So mm. yeah. it's uh, pretty incredible. We need them to start sending missionaries to us. I've heard that there are missionaries coming to the United States. Oh, really? Yeah, I mean, I couldn't point to you. I don't know any, but I've, yeah. heard, I've heard that. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. All right. So we've got uh, we've got the Great Commission. Mm-hmm. Um, how is it Trinitarian? Um, well, I mean, I would say you have first off in verse eighteen, the Father crowns the Son. Okay, that's how I was intending to say it in the sermon. Uh, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Mm. And so we look at. To look at cross references. You go to Psalm chapter two, right? Um, and you say by who? Like you should ask that question. Who gave it to you? Yeah, who? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's who. Who gave him the authority? The right. Father gives him the authority. Psalm. Uh, I didn't mark any any passages in my Bible other than Matthew twenty eight, but uh, Psalm two makes it pretty clear. I think. Um, to eight, ask of me, and I will make the nations your heritage and the end of the earth your possession. That would be one place we go to. Uh, uh, Daniel chapter 7, verse 14, you know, where the, the sun goes on the clouds um, to, to the throne, mm-hmm. wow. and the Father gives him, you know, all authority, you know, and uh, I can't remember the exact language that's used there, but over nations and kings, gives him, gives him dominion, it oh, says. An everlasting, yeah, <clears throat> everlasting dominion. Yeah, everlasting dominion. At this point, let's let's ask a question. I, maybe someone is is wondering this, because we've, we've talked about how the Son is eternally God. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Um, he's co-equal mm-hmm. with the Father and the Spirit. Mm-hmm. 
Um, so let's let's flesh that out a little bit. Mm-hmm. He's the eternal son who is co-equal with the father. Mm-hmm. How can the father at this at this point um, give mm-hmm. the son something that he doesn't already have? Right. So this is one thing that I was looking forward to getting to talk about, and it's there's debates uh, in recent years over you know two kingdom theology, one kingdom theology, um, and I think that the uh, the Puritans, Reformed scholastics of the 1600s, um, we could say maybe there was a third way that they found. I, I don't know that that's the best way to think about it, but Francis Turretin. Uh, David Dixon, Thomas Boston, they talk about a two-fold kingdom. Uh-huh. So a kingdom singular, but it's twofold, and that being uh, his essential kingdom, Christ's essential kingdom as God uh-huh. over all things. Mm. Um, and then his mediatorial kingdom or mediatorial reign as the God-man. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, and so as God, obviously, he reigns over all things, has from eternity, um, and then in becoming God-man at the conception uh, in, in the womb, uh, then <clears throat> death and resurrection seated at the right hand of the Father as mediator. Mm-hmm. He's then mediating this redemptive, mediating redemption to the world. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, bringing all of his enemies under his feet. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so. he, he, we talked, did we talk about it Tuesday, about the kingship of Adam? Was that mm. Tuesday? Yeah. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. The old brain doesn't work like it used to. Uh, but as Christ comes as a second Adam, mm-hmm. he, as he goes through his entire life of obedience, and obedience must go all the way through the cross for mm-hmm. him to for him to be our representative. Right. And as he is buried and rises from the dead on the third day, the stamp of approval, the resurrection right. by the Father, he becomes the new king, right. a king of a creation that's not here yet, mm-hmm. but is already here in part. Right. And so everyone on earth has a king. Mm-hmm. Like they can't help it. Mm-hmm. Just like, you, you know, you are, your king was Adam. You didn't elect him. He just was. Mm-hmm. And his sin nature passed through all of us. Mm-hmm. Now anyone can be in Christ by faith, right. part of his kingdom. Uh, but whether you are or not doesn't change the fact that he's now the representative of humanity exactly. as, as the king. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's interesting. Uh, o. Palmer Robertson, Presbyterian scholar, uh, he has a book called The Flow of the Psalms, which I'd highly recommend. Um, and he talks about the uh, Christ's merging of his kingdom, of uh-huh. his of it, merging the mediatorial kingdom with uh, his essential kingdom. You know, however we want to work that out in our eschatology. It, uh, you know, at the at the return of Christ, right? He he merges. Mm-hmm. You know, his uh, mediation on behalf of uh, his people with you know all things, the cosmos as as God. Um, it's pretty fascinating to think about. It. I mean, you have even in this passage, where what kind of authority does he have? Well, all authority in heaven and on earth, um, all families. You know, Psalm 22, uh, 27, all the families of the nation shall worship before you. This is the passage that Jesus quotes on the cross. Um, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? At the end, you know, he has, he has uh, uh, died, you know, 
his death on the cross is accomplished uh, and those things. Um, all the earth, Psalm 72, may or let him, uh, him have dominion from sea to sea and from the river to the ends of the earth. All kings, later on in that Psalm, verse 11, all, let all kings fall down before him, all nations serve him. Uh, Daniel 7, 13 and 14, passage we are talking about earlier, all peoples, nations, and languages um, is, is given to him as given him as a dominion and glory and a kingdom, all peoples, nations, and languages. Mm-hmm. All things, uh, Jesus says, John three thirty five. the Father loves the Son and has given all things into his hand. All flesh, John 17, t- 1 and 2, uh, you've given him authority over all flesh, Jesus prays. All names, Ephesians 1, uh, uh, far above, he, he's seated in the heavenly places, far above all rule and authority and power and dominion, and above every name that is named. Mm. Um, so as God and God-man, he he's, uh, reigns over all. Mm-hmm. And the irony is that the devil tempted him with this. <laughs> mm-hmm. Right, right. <laughs> In uh, in the wilderness, right, right, yeah. Well, he knew he 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 have devil, it all without the cross. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. and and we have to we have to assume the devil knows Psalm two. Mm. You know, ask of me and I'll give you the nations. Uh-huh. And Satan says, I'll you give them, them to you. Uh-huh. Um, and Jesus uh, essentially says, I'll just I'll take them. Myself. <laughs> um, so, yeah, yep, awesome. All right, so this is. Uh, What's given to him, given to him by the Father. Now, what what then does the Son? What does he give to his church? Then he gives to he gives to his church the the commission, the command to go and disciple the nations. Um, couldn't decide whether I wanted to call it uh, he commissions the church or commissions the bride, because um, that 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 whole marriage motif really runs throughout throughout Scripture. I mean, from Genesis to Revelation, um, but. Uh, because uh, you see, in the third part, then he sends his spirit to come uh, and and dwell in his bride. Really, so the son commissions uh, the church, and and the scope of the commission that he gives to them is to disciple all nations. Um, there, you know, having been given all authority, he says, "Therefore, go." Or you know, people translate, you know, talk about how you can translate it differently. You know, having gone or as you go, um, but uh, because of this supreme, all-encompassing authority that the Father's given the Son, He then uh, charges his, his church to take the gospel that, I mean, we'd say that Christ has accomplished the gospel and to take that news um, to, to all nations. I mean, literally, the, in, in you, guys, you guys are familiar with the languages, but literally it's uh, teach or disciple all the nations. Mm-hmm. Um, it's uh, we translate it, you know, make disciples of all nations, you know, which can give the, you know, some would say that well, that means there will be disciples from every nation, um, but most literally, it's teach um, or disciple all the nations. Just uh, looking at it, you know, in a very literal, uh, very literal reading. I, I think it's interesting too, in in Matthew chapter four, <clears throat> quoting Isaiah uh, chapter nine. Um, Jesus comes onto the scene, and he goes to uh, to he's in Galilee of the Gentiles mm-hmm. or Galilee of the nations, mm-hmm. um, and then in 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 Matthew Matthew chapter twenty eight, uh, 
Jesus calls his disciples, tells them to go to Galilee again. So it's this place where he began and then where, in a lot of ways, their ministry is going to begin because ultimately right. it's the nations um, that he's sending the gospel to. Um, and he's yeah. saying, make, make the nations what you are. Right. And this is God's promise to Abraham. Yeah. So yeah. really this has been, this is not a new thing, and there's no dispensationalist rep here, but this is not a, like, we call it a frago in the army. That's where you change your orders. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, this happened, now we got to change plans up. We'll mm-hmm. switch it up. I don't really see that. Mm-hmm. But God didn't change his plans and focus now on the Gentile nations because Israel rejected Christ. Mm-hmm. Uh, his plan from the beginning was to bring the Gentiles in right. all the way back to Abraham. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so I disagree with that kind of understanding of it. Right. Uh, that they rejected their Messiah, so now the Gentiles get a, mm-hmm. we get a sweet taste, uh-huh. you know? So <laughs> Yeah, Paul talks about it as the mystery. Right. Um, right. That, that hadn't been revealed. Um, it wasn't that the Gentiles were going to come because the Old Testament prophets prophesied that it was how they were going to come. They're actually going to be brought into the people of God. They're right. they're not just going to be mm-hmm. a subset. They're mm-hmm. actually right. going to come in. Yeah. The very end of Isaiah, is the, is it Isaiah 66 mm-hmm. talks about uh, Gentiles serving as priests. Um, is it 66 or 63? I don't, I don't it's know. somewhere in there. It's, it is somewhere in there. It's somewhere <laughs> in there toward the end. Uh-huh. Right. Because I, I know because it's spatially laid out in my in my mind. Oh, yeah. In my Bible. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. So... Um, yeah, so the the people, the people, um, there. The, Paul talks about it in Romans chapter eleven that that the unbelieving Jews are cut off, and the believing Gentiles are grafted in. It is sixty six. Yeah. Okay, they're they're not um, they're not just you know there's not two people there's one people right right yeah, yeah and when when the fullness of the Gentiles. Has come in, mm. you know. I take I take Romans eleven as saying that there will be a revival among, um, you know, ethnic Jews. Yeah. You know, at some point in the future, um, and it's really interesting too. I mean, because you have the promises to Abraham, but even if you look at even if you look at what God says to Noah after the flood, you have Shem, Ham, and Japheth. Mm-hmm. Shem being the one who he says Japheth will dwell in the tents mm. of. Of, of Shem, mm-hmm. you know, the curses on Ham, um, but there's uh, connections between Japheth and people of the north. You yeah. see in other passages mm. that, you know, Japheth's going to come in, you mm. know, to, right. to Shem's tent. Mm-hmm. There's the same thing too, and uh, when uh, Jacob blesses, you know, his sons and you, the, the promise he makes to, or what he, the blessing he gives to Judah, um, there's, there's, it's, I mean, it's really a theme that, that Which one of those up. sons had that, or sons' wives had that Nephilim blood? <laughs> huh? um, what do you think? Uh, between Shimham and Japheth? I'll just throw in a curveball in there. Yeah. Which, one of their <laughs> wives had that Nephilim blood. That's how we well, get Goliath with the six toes. Well, that that or or the 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 sons of God uh, uh, come and they did it again. They tried it again. again. Yeah. Maybe Who knows? Some. Hybridization, minotaurs. Medusas, <laughs> unicorns. Yeah, just going all off. <laughs> now, uh, I like I, I like that you bring that out. That's uh, there's some there's a lot of stuff that we read in the Old Testament. There are little fine details like that that are all they're all over the place there, and we uh, we don't we don't pick up on them. Yeah, mm. I mean Daniel too. You have this this great statue that mm. Nebuchadnezzar sees mm-hmm. in his dream, 
and represents, he says later on, these great kingdoms of the earth. You know, from uh, we have Babylon, we have Medo Persians, the Greeks, the Romans, which are the legs and feet uh, that's iron and clay, and the rock hits the feet and iron and it breaks the whole Mm -hmm. statue. And Mm -hmm. then it says the rock grows into a mountain and fills the earth, Mm -hmm. Um, which is. Uh, I mean, I think that's very much connected to the Great Commission mm-hmm. as far as Christ bring da- brings down the kingdoms of the earth. And, you know, whether this happens, you know, progressively through the spread of the gospel or if someone would see it, um, him putting all of his enemies under his feet when he returns, mm-hmm. it's it's still the same. Right. Um, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's right. That's good. All right. So this Great Commission goes forth and they take it. It goes pretty fast. Yeah. Really, honestly, if you think about how fast it went through the Roman Empire, yeah. Paul in, in Romans fifteen says that he's you know essentially preached everywhere he can preach. Yeah, <laughs> that's pretty <laughs> all amazing. the way around to Illyricum. He mm-hmm. wants to go to Spain. Right. Yeah, it's uh, he becomes what? like a crier, like a like a like someone who's <clears throat> running with news of a victory of a battle that's been won. Yeah, it's almost the imagery that Paul yeah. that Paul has. So he's running from city to city, mm. proclaiming mm-hmm. the victory. The victory has been won. Yeah, by Colossians chapter one, doesn't he say that the the it's gone to all the earth? Yeah, yeah, and I can't remember if it's cosmos that's used there, if it's the word for a or not, or uh, the word oikumene, which is you know could be the the order of the Roman Empire. Mm-hmm. But either way, yeah, right. You know, it's known world, mm-hmm. the known for world. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so we've got uh, we've got make disciples of all nations. Mm-hmm baptizing them mm-hmm. in the name of the Father and of the Son and of mm-hmm. the Holy Spirit. This is the the common baptismal formula right. that we use, right? Mm-hmm. right? But I did have a question. Okay. Um, because there are uh, Jesus-only churches, uh-huh. right? Mm. Um, and you go over to Acts chapter 2, and um, Peter says, repent and be baptized in the name of Jesus Christ for mm-hmm. the forgiveness of your sins. Mm-hmm. Um and so there is a division, <laughs> yeah, amongst and usually the Jesus only are non trinitarian. Yeah, they're non trinitarians. Right. Yeah. Um, what? How do we do? Um, how how do we? Uh, I guess put these two together. Jesus is saying baptize in the name of the, the of the three. Mm-hmm. Um, Peter over here <clears throat> says baptize in the name of Jesus. Mm-hmm. What? Uh, you guys have any thoughts on that? Yeah, um, I mean, I would say that he says to be baptized in the name of Jesus doesn't exclude Father and Spirit. Yeah, um, it's a. I mean, I think in that in that point in in Acts, he's calling them to believe right. on on Jesus specifically. Mm-hmm. And I don't have my like Greek text here, but isn't it sing? <clears throat> it's singular name, right? And then the name of mm-hmm. the Father, not the but names, right. not yeah, the names right. of. Yeah. I think that's a hint, mm-hmm. maybe. Yeah. yeah, it's one of those places where they're singular and plural, right? Right. So if you baptize in the name of Jesus, you get in all three, right? Though we would prefer, you know, let's just go with what's more explicit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Well, there's other places later on in the Book of Acts where uh, they had some had received the baptism of John, mm-hmm. not had been baptized in the name in the name of Jesus, mm-hmm. right? Um, so. But I, like I said, I don't think I don't think that excludes mm-hmm. you know the Trinitarian formula that we have in in the Great Commission. Either. Yeah. Well, if you have inseparable inseparable operations, yeah, uh, which we talked about before, uh-huh. 
if you're baptized in the name of Jesus, you're baptized in the name of mm-hmm. really mm-hmm. the three. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Um, I, I think that it's at least something to to caution people about if mm-hmm. they if they run into these uh, these Jesus only mm-hmm. people or the name of Yeshua. Right. right. So it's not right. the name of Yeshua. <clears throat> right. It's yeah. not. Oh man. <laughs> Show this guy this argument. Did you see did you see it? Were you on that thread where that guy so. was arguing with me? He was a racist, real racist guy. But not he was racist toward white. Oh, people. was this on one of the white toward white people? He one of the threads, Facebook. He was threads like a. Uh, I think he was a. Was he black Hebrew Israelite? <clears throat> it seemed like he was way, a non-trinitarian though. That's as the well. way that it came across. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I remember seeing. Yeah, seeing it, was, it was a it was a direct <clears throat> message. Yeah, um, but you, I, I, in fact, I felt like I told I told George I said I think I think Corey targeted some weird people in these ads <laughs> just so they would blow us up with these. <laughs> <laughs> well, I have a, I have practical, a practical uh, joke. <laughs> I have a, I have a friend who has, um, he has an axe throwing business in Shawnee. Okay. Um, and he said that he's never, he's never had success with advertising on Facebook. He says that every time Facebook says you'll reach this many people um, with the advertising, he says that he gets contacted by people that he doesn't want, want coming to his business. Huh. Um, so it's, it's like Facebook puts it out there to all the weirdos and we, we got that firsthand. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. (laughs) Yeah. I I remember thinking about it. I remember seeing that and just wondering like, how did this guy even find this post? Yeah. Yeah. The divine name only. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But yeah, if you, if you run across, uh, the, the Jesus only, you've got to be baptized in the name of Jesus only. Usually non-Trinitarian. Yeah. Right. They're they're usually heretics. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yep. All right. So teaching them. um, Let me, let me, let me, this is not, this is not Trinitarian. It's it's Baptistic. Ah. Um, Would the order of the, of the Great Commission, would that give strength to the, the Baptist Argument. You're supposed to. Ah, you're supposed to. That's where I was the, going, George. Spo- oh, okay. That's where I was going. Great minds think alike. But I wasn't okay. going to tell tell him it was Baptist because oh, I was well, going to try to win everybody else. Oh, over. I got you. Sorry, yeah. I, 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 I that's all right. showed my hand. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> with the order, with the order of the Great Commission, would that that strengthen the Baptist argument? There's, we're supposed to disciple the nations. Yeah, and, baptize. Then, and then baptize. We, we have no commands in the New Testament to baptize anyone other than disciples. Mm-hmm. Um, which, you know, yeah, you got households, you got households, Corey. It, well, it's their, it's their entire, it's their entire as, household. There's gotta be babies. Yeah. There's gotta be babies yeah. in this house. In that house. Silence. <laughs> you know, but, uh, didn't you know that there were babies in every household in the Roman yeah, empire? Of course. <laughs> it's a major assumption. Even, even in Lydia's It's a huge one. She wasn't <laughs> married. <Yeah>. Um, <laughs> who did Lydia's household consist of? Don't say it or we're going to lose tons of followers. You guys can go look it up. Yeah, I'm gonna leave <laughs> it, it there. Up. Yeah, if she didn't have any family, like who, who who's in that household? Yeah. Mm-hmm. She had some servants, probably. You know, we can leave it there and say it nice. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Um, I'm not saying she did, but I'm, it's an argument from her. silence. Mm-hmm. And that's my attempt to throw shade at the other. Okay. I don't know if you're picking. We're picking it up. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. You know, I think the command to baptize disciples, and seeing we only have commands to baptize disciples, if you're a, a regulative principal... Oh, uh, 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 oh Corey. Yeah, uh, do, you, do, you, do you celebrate Christmas in your house? 
<laughs> I celebrate Christmas in my in, in my house. Yes. Okay. All right. Well, you don't follow the regular. <laughs> oh, in corporate worship. Yes. Shade's just mm. throwing shade at. I just. All kinds I'm of just shady today. Yeah, <laughs> uh, no, I'm with you on that. The first time I ever read a, an argument from this angle mm-hmm. was that uh, to baptize infants was to to violate the regular principle. It was like I was like, whoa, it's like a light bulb went. Um, but I think that's a pretty strong argument. Yeah, Baptists have been making the argument since the 1600s. Yeah, so you know they. I thought we copied everybody's homework though. Right. Well, and that what they tell us? Mm-hmm. You just copied our homework, right? And made it better. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> made it yeah, better. I think I think uh, you're right. I think it's clear. I think if you're just going to follow this, you make uh, make a disciple, baptize the disciple. Yeah. You're not baptizing people, you know, beforehand and then hoping it works out. Yeah, I mean, in 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 baptism, I think one of the things we see there's the text in First Peter three that some would go to for you know baptismal regeneration, baptism now saves you. It says there. Um, there's some other things in the language there that um, shows that one aspect of baptism is it's a it's a swearing of allegiance mm-hmm. um, to to your Savior to Christ, um, which. But, you brought that out before. Uh, I've brought word, it out word, numerous sa- times. The word sacrament. I'm surprised people don't talk about it more. The, word, yeah. the sacramentum was an oath of allegiance taken on conscription into the Roman military. Mm. Mm. And that's exactly what a baptism is. Yeah. It's a public swearing of allegiance to a different Lord and Savior. Absolutely. Yeah, in early early baptismal uh, formulas, people were baptized. They would <clears throat> They would call the person to renounce Satan and all his works in right. addition in addition to you know, professing faith. Uh, swearing allegiance to Jesus. Yeah. Well, don't block all those babies from making that personal allegiance. I know. Yeah. <laughs> they call that a draft. <clears throat> That's when the draft is initiated. Yeah. And you get them. You can script them mm-hmm. without their own will. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. So. <laughs> so we're so we're baptizing yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. all disciples. Right. And it's really interesting too here the, the kind of the comprehensive nature of this text here. It's uh, all authority mm. given to Christ, baptizing all nations or discipling all nations, um, teaching all all mm-hmm. that Christ commands, mm. and He's with us always. Literally in 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 the Greek, it's all the days. Mm. Mm-hmm. It's uh, uses the the word for day there. So it's a uh, Really, you know, like I said, comprehensive nature here. But you're teaching, baptizing them, and teaching all that He commands. Teach them to, to observe all that I have commanded you. Mm-hmm. Um, to to not only not only believe in the gospel, but by grace, then through faith, um, obey Christ, mm-hmm. follow, follow Christ by the by the power and the help of the Holy Spirit, which is you know we're getting to the Spirit being. With I don't know, Corey. That's that's sounding pretty legalistic. <laughs> well, it's you know, yeah. Anytime you talk about law, you run yeah, that right. risk of being uh-huh. accused of being a legalist. Yeah, so. I've said, yeah. I mean, you get you, you see that all the time. Yeah. Um, I mean, don't cancel church because mm-hmm. it's Christmas. Mm-hmm. Well, aren't you being legalistic? Yeah. Right. Well, I would yeah. say um, you're are you opposed to uh, loving your neighbor? Um, <laughs> yeah. Right. Love, I mean, that you know, we have the the song. Is it uh, Oh Holy Night? Um, mm-hmm. His law is love, and mm-hmm. his gospel is peace. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I went to a Shane and Shane concert uh, last year, and they changed the word. They said, his law is grace, and his gospel is peace. Weird. Hmm. And it's kind of pushed back from the table. You know, it's like, mm. uh, 
is lust not grace? Mm. Yeah. You know, it's it's right. it's the opposite. Of right. Yeah. <laughs> um, right. His law is love. And then in in Luther's eyes went nuclear in heaven <laughs> when they said that. Huh? Yeah. He, and, and 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 Jesus had to be like. I gotta hold you back, buddy. <laughs> you just just pump the brakes. All yeah. right, we'll take care of it. Well, it's 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 <laughs> like um, it's it's like people forget what the new covenant is. Right. It's the laws written on their hearts. Yeah. Yeah. The I mean, of Jesus course. Jesus talks about a, a new command, mm. but but it's really not new. Right? right. right? Yeah. It's yeah. the love of, God, love your neighbor. Of course, yeah. the, the law is is there's elements of it that obviously are, are grace. Mm. The nations didn't have have that. That's yeah. right. And if they followed that, then they would really the society would stand out from the rest of the world. Mm-hmm. People would look at them and they'd say, "Oh, well, who is this? And their God? This is a just. This is a just and good society. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's how it's supposed to work." Mm-hmm. So in that element, it was. Um, but as we see, as it functions because of human sinfulness mm-hmm. and. Uh, our the problem is us. The problem is not with God's word and His law. Right. Um, so, but to com- to conflate the two can be very dangerous. Yeah, sure. In the in a way of 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 that they's put in that song. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I mean, into so you know, in we're we're preaching through Deuteronomy at our church right now, taking a break here for a few weeks. Um, but uh, I mean, you, you have in the law, you have the types and shadows. Mm-hmm. You know, we find the gospel. Mm-hmm. In in the Torah, you right. know, as we find it in the Old Testament. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, there's uh, they're not uh, they're not the same, but they're not entirely separate either. Mm-hmm. Right, mm-hmm. right. Um, <clears throat> yeah, we could have just deviated into a whole another podcast on law and gospel, huh? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Look how we resist the urge. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So there's someone that that we have not talked about yet mm-hmm. in the whole Great Commission. That's the Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. So talk. Teach us about that. Okay. So or him. Uh, that topic, him as a person. Yeah. <laughs> Good clarification. The son. The son commissions his church, the bride. And then in the last part of the Great Commission, and I mean I would say I'd just kind of read past it, you know, for a long time. Uh teaching them to obey all that I've commanded you, and behold, I am with you always to the end of the age. Mm-hmm. And so the Spirit's not expressly named there. But we see throughout the Gospels, uh, especially in John, you know, fourteen through sixteen, Jesus promising to send the Spirit mm-hmm. um, to dwell in His people. Uh, Acts Acts two thirty three says it, being therefore exalted at the right hand of God and having received from the Father the promise of the Holy Spirit, He Jesus has poured out this that you yourselves are seeing and hearing. Mm-hmm. Poured out, poured out the Spirit. Um, <clears throat> so He's it is. As we see in, in Paul in a few places, the Spirit of Christ, mm-hmm. you know, the the Holy Spirit coming to dwell in His people, to well to apply the work of redemption, you know, in the in the preaching of the gospel, regenerating dead hearts, um, indwelling those people, uh, having enabled faith, and then them to live, uh, follow Christ um, in obedience to Him. And Paul talks about it, and uh, he he's doing this in Romans. We we mentioned the the how far the gospel had had reached even just in the first century. Um, Paul talks about Romans fifteen that he's preached in all of these places, and they're you know the the uh, God has shown Himself mighty, but He says He does it by the power of the Spirit of God mm. um, that He's that He's preaching, and that mm. the the gospel is people are are believing, turning to Christ. Um, so. Um, 
again, it's not it, it's not expressly stated there that the, it's the Holy Spirit, but we see in right. other places that it is the Spirit of Christ, the Holy Spirit, um, that then comes and has been with us every day and will be to the end right. to the end of the age, right. as Jesus mm-hmm. says. So, um, I mean, John Trapp, uh, a Puritan, he talks about. Uh, when, when Christ saith, I will be with you, you may add what you will to protect you, to direct you, to comfort you, to carry on the work of grace in you, and in, mm. in the end, to crown you with immortality and glory. All this and more is included in the precious, this precious promise, um, and that being by His Spirit. It's interesting, Thomas Goodwin, the Puritan, talks about how uh, the... I should, have, I should have pulled up the quote, but he... Uh, Christ goes, he said, imagine, imagine a, a, a bride, a wife, and her husband goes away mm. um, and sends his nearest friend um, to, to come and dwell with her. Um, and he continually um, speaks of the, the promises of the husband, expresses the love of the husband to his wife. Um, and this being not just a friend, but his own spirit comes mm-hmm. to, to dwell with his, to, mm. to dwell in and with his his bride, um. and we can't do it without the spirit, right? Right. right. Uh, I had a friend that sent. I'm just I'm just thinking of all kinds of crazy things today. It's a free it's a free for all. Free right? for all Friday. Uh, look at what my look at what my friend sent me last night. Um, do you want to pull it yeah, up? Yeah, pull that up on the on the screen. Um, Reaching Souls International. How can you empower local missionaries to continue to reach souls? Every 65 cents you invest means one soul accepts Jesus. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> wow. And then I, I love in the middle, <laughs> 65 cents equals one soul for Christ. This, there's a it's dude. like an indulgence. That's good. Full circle. There, that's, uh, that's dirt cheap for a soul, yeah. by the way. <laughs> an immortal soul. <laughs> yeah. Um, there's, a, there's some guys in a, in a room, probably like in Nigeria, uh-huh. that are, are running this scheme. <laughs> The room over is the is the one where uh, you're related to a prince uh-huh. and they'll send you the money. Yeah. <laughs> that one's kind of tapering out, so they're having to shift gears. You yeah. guys, you guys ever get that email? I don't think I ever got that email. You, yeah, yeah. You, you're due to an, an inheritance. Hmm. Email us back, and yeah. we'll take your computer over and steal your identity. <laughs> or you won the Nigerian lottery? Yeah, that you yeah. Right. played one anyway, sold for was, sixty-five yeah. cents. Anyway, I was thinking of of that because. Empowered. It has, it has, yeah, it has. It has no, um, it has no reference to the spirit, right. or the work, the work <clears throat> of the triune God. Right. Hey, well, it's, that, it's all you. Send in some money and, and well, be assured that these people are going to trust him. Isn't that what they tell the old ladies in Oklahoma though? When they when they hold up the False Creek numbers? Uh, now, you're, now you're now uh, you're look at this. Step on toes. Look at this. Three hundred three thousand five hundred decisions for Christ. Mm. Make sure that you put us in your will. Mm-hmm. So we can keep those numbers up. Yeah, you know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Of course, they don't say it that explicitly, but that's it what's behind close. it, <laughs> right? It gets pretty. Got to keep pumping money in there because yeah. you know this. Mm. That's what they do is they pump, they pump out these good numbers. Right. Right. Yeah. But I, it's the, it's the spirit though. It's the spirit right. that that empowers the church to do this. Right. Right. And and we can kind of, I I think I've seen it in myself even you know being reformed Christians we can. Uh, not wanting to sound a little too charismatic, you know, in talking about the Holy Spirit, yeah, you know, we can we can kind of shy away from that, and it's really unfortunate because, I mean, in being Calvinist, uh, 
you know, we believe that you know God uses means mm-hmm. to accomplish His work. Uh, one being the preaching of the gospel, but it's through the preaching of the gospel that the the Spirit regenerates dead hearts. You know, faith right. comes by hearing, and hearing by the word right. of Christ. Paul said, "Yeah, mm-hmm. Calvin is often just thought of when it comes to Calvinism, mm-hmm. but he's he's called the what the Doctor of the Holy Spirit." Is that what he's? I'm not sure. Yes, I think that's yeah. a nickname. That, uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, because he wrote more, mm-hmm. far more about the Holy Spirit than anything else. Right. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. So, all right. Well, that's good, man. Um, <clears throat> anything, any final comments that you want to maybe add in there? No, I just, I think, um, you know, talk, talking about the, uh, mentioned uh, Hudson Taylor early on and, you know, those connections to that let go and let God movement. I think we can be guilty of that as Calvinists sometimes to see. I mean, yes, it is. It is Christ who is, uh, it, who is, guarantees the the fulfillment of the Great Commission. Does so through the work of His Holy Spirit. Um, but part of what He's commanded us is to preach the gospel, mm-hmm. because again, it's it's through the preaching of the gospel that the that the Spirit works. Right. Um, Romans ten. I mean, how how will they believe unless someone preaches? Um, and so, you know, whether we're whether we're tr- seeking to make disciples of our children, or whether as pastors preaching the gospel from the pulpits, um, or any any other associations that that we might have, it's like like Charles Spurgeon. You know, they said that when he when he would ascend his pulpit the whole way up, he's saying, "I believe in the Holy Spirit. I mm-hmm. believe in the Holy Spirit." Mm-hmm. And uh, we we would do well to be. More mindful, mm-hmm. um, and uh, because it's like you said, I mean, it's it's of necessity <laughs> that right. this, if the spirit doesn't bless the, the the preaching of the word, then it you know and falls nothing. on deaf ears. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Unless you have sixty five cents. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Did you uh, have you read uh, G.K. Bill's the the Temple and the Church's Mission? I've read parts of it. I've not read it from cover to cover. Um, he uh, he draws a connection between the Great Commission here in Matthew 28 and Cyrus's commission mm. at the end of Second Chronicles. Mm-hmm. Um, Cyrus, uh, he, the last verse is, is Cyrus's commission. Mm-hmm. Right? Um, Thus says Cyrus, king of Persia, Yahweh, the God of heaven, has given me all the kingdoms of the earth, and he has appointed me to build him a house in Jerusalem, which is in Judah. Whoever there is among you of all his people, may Yahweh his God be with him and let him go up. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, it's like Jesus is taking the actual commission. Mm-hmm. So the the Jews under Cyrus's commission are supposed to build the temple. Mm-hmm. Um, under under Jesus's great commission, mm-hmm. the church is going, and the temple is being built. Mm-hmm. Right, the true the true temple. True yeah. temple. Yeah, it's interesting. You mentioned G.K. Bill. I preached in uh, Luke one a couple of weeks ago, and uh, you have Gabriel comes to Mary and. Um, you know, she tells her that she's going to conceive, and she says, "You know, how, how you know how will this be? I've never known a man." Mm. Um, and he says, uh, "The Holy Spirit will come upon you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. Therefore, the child to be born will be ho- will be called Holy, the Son of God." And G.K. Bill points out that in that language of the Spirit overshadowing you, he makes a connection back to Genesis one two. Mm. And the spirit hovering over the waters, mm. um, and uh, and points out that in Jay mentioned uh, Adam earlier that 
new creation began the moment Christ was conceived mm. in the womb of his mother. You mm. know, the last Adam mm-hmm. is conceived. And in, in the Great Commission is, geez, you know, those parallels between the dominion mandate and the Great Commission, it's the last Adam, mm-hmm. you know, e- extending the, the kingdom of God to the ends of the earth. Mm. Um, I don't know, Christmas time, it's, a, it, it's a, something I've been thinking about. Yeah. The connections between new creation and Great Commission, and um, it's already and not yet, mm-hmm. of course. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, it's by the Trinity, you know, the Father's appointment, the Son's accomplishment, and the Spirit applying mm-hmm. His work. Yeah, good. That's good. You want to you want to uh, shut us down? You got anything else? You got anything else, Jay? No. I hope that your day will get better, Jay. I'm sorry that I we never I'm got sorry to I told you that that TikTok, TikTok was. Do I need to get my video? I need to get our videos up as fast as possible you before do. they shut it all mm-hmm. down. Yep. Maybe uh, Elon Musk will bring Vine back, though. Huh? Did you see that? <laughs> oh, really? So I was that something that he was? No, no, no. Twitter bought Vine. Oh, really? And shut it down. Oh, what's okay. Vine? But now Elon. It's, what it did was, you just say? Like, what did you just say on this podcast? <laughs> <laughs> it was like the American version of of uh, mm-hmm. TikTok. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Without all the spying. Mm. <laughs> yeah. 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 Oh, that'd be interesting. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. When are they going to start calling Elon Cyrus? I don't know. It can't, it can't be Trump. I can't be Trump anymore, right? Well, he's not. He's he's like he's like Alexander. Oh, okay. the great. He I lays know. the foundation of the Hellenistic society, oh, all right. the means and the culture by which the gospel will thrive interplanetarily. <laughs> nice. Huh? nice. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. All right. With that, <laughs> <laughs> maybe maybe we should shut it down. <laughs> Corey, thanks for coming in. Yeah, thanks for having me. Yeah, Had a good time it. and uh, yeah. enjoyed talking about the Great Commission and the Trinity with you. Yeah, all right, good. all right. Well, thank you for joining us today. Um, hopefully, this has been helpful, beneficial. If it has, make sure to like, subscribe, share, um, get the word out. Uh, if you're like Jay, check us out on TikTok. I guess <laughs> <laughs> we're on we're on pretty much everything, aren't we? Instagram. Yeah. 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 All right. So not that anybody's watching, no, but we're there. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, we we hope that this helps you to become more and more conformed to Christ and uh, that this encourages you and strengthens you to take the gospel to all the nations. So um, until next time, God bless. Thanks for watching.